Welcome back to the Boneyard Podcast, everybody. This is your host, Jared Shafford, along with... Artemis Brower. We're coming to you this week with episode 97. Artie, we're only three weeks away from 100. We're, we're trying to get things in motion for, for 100 to be a huge show. Um, but Artie, how you been, my man? Uh, you know, just, just real quick, like, it, it just doesn't feel real. Like, it, it, it doesn't feel like we've almost done 100 episodes I don't care what you do if you do 100 episodes or something that is that that's something to pat yourself on the back and just that I mean that, that's incredible that's absolutely incredible the dedication we've had the the following that we've been able to accumulate um so kudos to you kudos to me kudos to the show uh kudos to everybody that listens to it and uh but me personally man you know you think life can't get any busier and then it gets busier um I'm I'm, I'm full steam ahead you know as we're recording this right now I'm on my lunch break. I'm going to go right back to work after we finish recording this. I'm, I'm assuming you're on your lunch break. You're going to go right back to work after we finish recording this. So we are both just working men. Yeah, I mean, Artie, if it sounds if it sounds weird to, to listeners from my audio this week, I'm used, I'm not, I don't have my mic set up. I just moved into a house over the weekend. Yeah. That's why we're also, our schedules are kind of all, all uh, kilter snap, snap. right now. So uh, we're trying to record a quick podcast. Get it out to y'all. Recap some of the stuff that's gone on, on over the last week or so in mm-hmm. Pirate Nation. But yeah, it's been a whirlwind of, of four days. Like I, I just set my office up yesterday. Not the best sound quality, I, I'm sure. But uh, but if y'all can just bear with me for a week, I'm, I'm gonna definitely try to figure this out um, as as we move forward. But already number ninety seven. Yes, sir. Connor McDavid. Got to go. This guy. Is I mean, I believe he has five 100 goal score, uh, 100 point seasons in his seven year NHL career, mm-hmm. and the two seasons he doesn't were the COVID year, and he he broke his ankle or broke his hand or he he had an injury that pretty much cost him the whole season, and he would have hit it that year too. Um, so yeah, Connor McDavid, Edmonton Edmonton Oilers. Honestly, probably one of the best players, or one of the best hockey players in the NHL right now, and is making a name for himself to be one of the best players of all time. So, yep. um, so yeah, Connor McDavid, number ninety-seven. 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 So also, Artie, go ahead. No, I was I was just gonna say to to add on to that, I'm, I'm gonna shout out my my dad's favorite football player. I, I gotta I gotta throw him out there, Simeon Rice. Famous number 97, uh, 122 career sacks, helped the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to a Super Bowl. Tampa Bay was actually my dad's favorite team back in the late 90s, early 2000s. He loved Simeon Rice, loved Warren Sapp, loved John Gruden. Uh, probably doesn't love John Gruden too much anymore, but, <laughs> but he used to. So uh, shout out Simeon Rice. Yeah, for sure. Um, but already this episode of the Boneyard Podcast is brought to you by Can I Brands, whose CBD and wellness products are specially designed and manufactured right here in the United States of America to help you be at your best. Use promo code BONEYARD25 for 25% off on canibrands.com and canai-wellness.com. Once again, BONEYARD25 is the promo code. It'll get you 25% off on canibrands.com and canai-wellness.com. Canibrands.com, that's your CBD products. Canai-wellness, that's your non-CBD products. So yeah, check them out. Um, use that promo code and get 25% off. They're great. I love them. So yeah, I know already you, you use the products as well. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely great products. Whenever you can get a chance, definitely use that promo code. Get you some discounts. Use these products. They're phenomenal. Sounds good. Yeah, so ECU Baseball, Artie, um, they had a shot to sweep the, the series this weekend against Wichita State. Um, but it, it was really a – it was a tale of two – or they, they, they were able to take two of three, lost the Sunday game at, uh, at home against Wichita State. Yeah. But it was really the tale of an up-and-down weekend, right? Like you came out of the gate, gate hot. You – I mean, you were leading uh, – going into the ninth inning, you are up 6-2, give up three runs in the top of the ninth, Mm-hmm. Wichita State gets it within one, and but you're able to slam the door, get the get the win, to win six five. But right. then you come out on Saturday and pound, they put a whooping on them, <laughs> pound Wichita State to to onto a victory, winning ten three. I mean that's what we call a drubbing in the business, right? Um, so, but then you get shut out on Sunday. What what are your yeah. thoughts? Yeah, I mean this that series is is a cataclysm and and a, and a perfect representation of what our season has been. I mean that is ECU baseball twenty twenty two in a nutshell. You can beat one team, the same team, on a Saturday ten to three, and then the very next day that team gives you a drubbing, you know five zero. Because in in baseball standards that that's a blowout too. You know we laid a goose egg, they put up five. So I mean they they got their revenge definitely uh, on on Sunday. You know eighteen and fifteen. Um, I, I didn't, you know, I wasn't able to watch any of those games, obviously this past weekend with a whole bunch of personal stuff going on. So I didn't, I wasn't able to keep up with it. Um, but I, I was able to look at the scores and uh, I was real hopeful, you know, going into Sunday, I was really, really hopeful. I was like, man, this, we need this sweep, you know, the, the sweeps are, are, are what builds confidence, what builds that kind of that momentum and that swagger. Uh, we won the series. And as long as we're continuing to win series, we're going to continue to, you know, hopefully put ourselves in, in a position to, make the big dance and make that tournament and win our conference. Um, and, and, you know, it started off well by winning this series, but man, it, it, it leaves a softy taste in your mouth, especially going into today, playing a team like Elon today uh, after, you know, we lost at home laying a goose egg in our, in our last outing. So uh, hopefully we can, we can put it back together, get four games over 500 uh, today with a win over Elon. But uh, you know, it, it's, it's exactly what our season has been. The, 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 the series this past weekend, is exactly what 2022 ECU baseball is in a nutshell. Yeah, and uh, last time the Pirates and the Phoenix met on the 23rd of March, ECU did beat Elon 7-6. to six. They had 13 hits in that game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a game where you should win. You need to go on the road, get it done. Um, this weekend is a massive series against UCF on the yeah. road. Um, you got, you got to play a really good team, a team that's beat a lot of other really good teams. I mean, looking at their, their schedule, I mean, they've, they've got some pretty good wins on here. They beat Ole Miss, um, one, nothing in 12 innings. Like that's an insane game. Uh, Stetson, usually a pretty good team. They, they've got decent wins on, on their, right. on their schedule. Miami, Miami's a top 10 team. They beat them 10 to five earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they lost to number seven Florida state a couple weeks ago, but this is a series. We said it last week. You have to win every series from here on out a sweep this weekend over a 20 and 12 team 
puts you right in the thick of things in the conference. It does. And 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 you look at that game after this weekend. We got Wilmington right after. So I mean that, that is that is not an easy game to have right after a series on the road going to UCF against a team that's eight games over 500. So really the next four after we play Elon and, today is no joke. So we really got to get it done. And really, I mean, these next two weeks are massive for right. ECU. Because, I mean, you play Elon tonight, you better get a win tonight against mm-hmm. Elon. Then you play UCF, a good team, 20 and 12, I believe I said is what I said they were. They're 20 and 12. You play a good team in Wilmington on Tuesday. If you can go, but then you go, travel again next weekend down to New Orleans to play Tulane. Who Tulane. And then you got NC really State good. right after that. Who is really good. I mean, this Tulane team, I mean, they're 22-10-1 on the season. They have a yeah. series victory over Mississippi State, the defending national champs. Um, they – they lost to LSU earlier this season. I mean, they they've had a really good a really good season. Um, beat Memphis, swept Memphis, then took two out of three against South Florida last weekend. I mean, it, it's a really good opportunity to get some big big wins on the season. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I'm hopeful. I say so. Looking at our Next eight games, if you go six and eight, six and two, out of those, was, out of those n- next eight games, win both those series and then win your two uh, midweek games, you're you're sitting in prime position to really make a run and get a better seed in in, in the conference. No, I, I completely agree with you. I was just going to ask. I mean, what what do you think is a good win loss over the next eight games? Because these next eight are, are crucial after today. And I, six and two is definitely, I mean, that, that's, that's reasonable, right? And that's, that's probably realistic. And we're not going eight and no over the, over the next eight. Not, not, not from what ECU has shown us this season. I'll take it, though. I, I know the team is good enough. The team is good enough to go eight and no over the next eight. They are. But just from what they've shown us, realistically, that's probably not going to happen. Six and two, I think, is a, is a, is a good win loss. I think five and three at worst. Five, five, five and three is the worst you can do over the next eight to still be in contention. So I, right. I agree with that. And then, I mean, looking at D1 Baseball's latest uh, projections for the College World Series tournament, I mean, they've got ECU still, I believe, as a two or three seed, but going up to Charlottesville, and we all remember how that went last time. Travis Watkins hitting a grand slam to win the whole whole damn yeah. thing. Um, yeah. I mean, one of the greatest moments in ECU history, um, in, at, at least in ECU baseball history. So, yeah. Um, there's still an opportunity, guys. You just got to win the games that we have. And go ahead. No, I was gonna. I was gonna say just this little fun fact on that. I was with Kyle Manick, James Farrell, and Joey Pinto in Atlantic City when that when that baseball moment happened. Nobody knows who those people are, but you you know who I'm talking about, and you know right. probably how, how wild that room was when that happened. So, I I was I was uh, at the beach. I remember it was raining at the beach. And my whole family was like, why are we, why are you like, let's go out, let's go drink or whatever. And I was like, no, like I've got to watch this game. And I got <laughs> shit faced uh, at, at uh, my aunt's house watching that game. And 
I mean, there was shots being taken. Oh, it was a great day. Um, But, Artie, enough about baseball. Moving on. Mm -hmm. The spring game was this weekend. Uh, Pretty good game. Tied Mm 40-40. Offense versus defense. The thing that I liked, the offensive line looks much improved over last year. Um, Just, I know it's a scrimmage, but they do look much improved. Um, And then also... I like that ECU was really able to get Mason Garcia some for some first role reps, right? Like they he he was up taking reps with the ones, not taking reps with the twos and threes. Cause they know whole whole nailers is gonna give you what whole nailers has given you over the past four years, right? They wanted to see what Mason Garcia could do. Yeah. And he, he proved himself. He we all know he's a great quarterback. He, he's gonna be a, a great pirate in the future, but to get him those simulations that that's big for, for his maturity and growth in this program. Yeah. You know, I, the, the, the thing that I'll take away, cause I watched coach Houston's uh, post game interview and, and I really like what he said about the defense, you know, the defense looks sharp, you know, cause the, the first half of the, of the spring games, we really only have to manage the second half. They kind of just out there window dressing <clears throat> a little bit entertaining the fans and, and, and whatnot. But that first half is, 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 is a real live scrimmage. They're going about 80, 85%. You know, they're, they're trying to fine tune some things and really like what he had to say about the defense, just looking sharp, looking older, looking more confident, looking like they've had that experience. Um, you know, one thing that, that stood out to me is that he made all the coaches watch the spring game from 2019 and pointed out how there was no defense at all in that game and how kind of lackluster, the team had looked overall compared to this year's spring game, which he said in his interview, this is by far the best spring game I have had here at East Carolina. These, these guys look sharp. They look ready. This is the best football we've played since I've been here in the spring leading up to the fall. So that was really, really exciting to see, um, you know, another year of Keaton and Rajay. I want to, I want to point that out. They're older now, they're veterans. Now that, that tag team duo, I'm really, really, really excited to see that uh, Holton obviously coming back picked up his option coming up, coming up for that fifth year. Um, Love the fact that they got Mason Garcia involved. I, I want to see him more involved in the offense, whether, you know, it's Wildcat or it's, you know, putting him in, in, in any kind of position that we need to put him in, even him throwing the ball. I, just, I, I want to see Mason Garcia more involved. He's such a talented kid. I really think we can utilize him with Holton as well, still on the field. Um, so I would, I, I would love to see that. I'm happy they got him more involved. And um, they just look more competent and confident and ready to compete. And that's what that's something that Mike Houston was saying, that these kids, they know how to compete. When I got here a few years ago, the competition level was not there. They, they didn't know how to win. They didn't know how to compete. It's there now. So everything's out for the taking. So that, that's that's what I take away. That's what I love to see. And then they got their rings. I, I kind of want to ask you about that. How do you feel about the, 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 the bowl game rings that they received? Yeah, I, I really like them. Um, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, I guess, probably about two months ago, um, that, hey, it's not it's not a champion ring, but it's, it's a bowl right. game ring. You went to bowl game. Just like, it, I mean, if baseball, when they go to a regional or super regional, they, they get rings for that. Um, so, yeah, it, it's good. I, I'm – I know a lot of people, or I shouldn't say a lot of people. There's really a couple people that are tweeting us from Boston College that are yeah, pissed yeah. off about it. Yeah, but I've, I've seen them. 
Um, I'll, I'll talk more about that in my walk the plank. But yeah, I, I, I like that. Hey, it, they see okay, we got these rings, but this like at the end of the day, like these rings are nice, but we want to go out, we want to win a bowl game in 2022, and they're going to do that, and they're putting they're putting everything together to do that. Um, last week's guest Isaiah Winstead. He's going to be a big part in that going forward and, and putting a, a good product out on the field uh, for this year. Yeah. I, you know, I, I saw the people on Twitter that, that had a problem with it and it was, it was mostly Boston college fans. Uh, but to anybody that does have a problem with it, we went up to DC to play a ball game. We were prepared. We yep. were prepared to play a game. We were prepared to win a game. We didn't duck. We didn't quit. We didn't leave. We were there to play in a game and win a game. I have no problem with the rings. We earned ourselves into that bowl game. Um, it's something that the kids deserve, especially coming off of the last few seasons that we've had, just losing nonstop. And then to be able to put on, you know, hit that switch, go seven and five, earn a bowl game. And then unfortunately for, you know, circumstances that were not of their own, they weren't able to play in that bowl game. So that's not East Carolina's fault. If you want to be mad at somebody, be mad at anybody, but the football players and the coaches of East Carolina, they were there, they were there and ready to play a bowl game. It got taken away from them. So I have no problem with the rings. Exactly. Well, already moving along, we're kind of short on time today. Um, let me tell you tell you a little bit more about Can-I Brands, all right? Uh, we've talked about this product quite a bit over the last couple of weeks. The Can-I Men Broad Spectrum CBD Cream. It's got 1,200 milligrams of CBD in it. Already, I've taken a basically taken a bath in this stuff <laughs> over the past four days. Just because, all right, so as we said earlier, I moved into a new house. Mm-hmm. We moved basically a house worth of furniture. And if anybody knows my wife, she loves her heavy mahogany dressers and all yeah. tables and everything. She's a, and she's carrying, a big wood girl. Carrying everything like that. Man, I've been so sore the past four days. I'm still sore. This CBD cream has helped me get over that and, and feel re, feel rejuvenated going into into this week and, and getting back into the swing of things, getting back to work. I, I feel 100% better than I, I did just a couple of days ago, and it really helped me help my muscles relax and, and get rid of some of that uh, some of that stress that I've been putting on myself. So yeah, I, I really I really do. Uh, appreciate this product go go get it it's at canibrands.com uh fantastic stuff already i know you said you use it when you work out i love i love it yeah i mean and that's and that's why i have the confidence to be able to go out and you know kind of lift a little harder exert myself a little longer do those kinds of things because i know i can come home i can use the creams i can use the ointments i can use this that and the third that they provide and they give in these these wonderful packages um, and so, you know, it just gives me that confidence to say, okay, you know, I can, I can still go out and do these kinds of things because I know my muscles at the end of the day will be relaxed once I'm using these products at home. So I, I agree 100%. For sure. And you can get all of your CBD products at canibrands.com. Use promo code Boneyard25. Once again, Boneyard25, 25% off your entire order. Get you some CBD cream. Maybe you're doing yard work. It's that time of year. Maybe you're tired of that, maybe you're sore, go get this product. It's going to help you. Boneyard 25, 25% off at canibrands.com. 
Well, Artie, uh, ECU has picked up some some commitments in basketball. Yeah. After Tremont Robinson White and Brandon Suggs entered the transfer portal, and you you lose your seniors, ECU's still rebuilding, and they got some they got some good guys coming in. Yeah. Um, they picked up a transfer out of Tennessee. I'm, I'm going to butcher this name. Uh, Quentin, Quentin DeBunge. Is that is that it? Quentin DeBunge. I, I don't think it's DeBunge. So DeBunge? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I know his first name is Quentin. His, we'll, we'll call him Quentin. He uh he transfers and follows Coach Mike Schwartz from Tennessee mm-hmm. over to East Carolina. Also, Artie, um, I'm pulling it up. Let's see. We we got two uh we got two commits. Yeah, we also the, uh, the Jim Baiella. Mm-hmm. He's a shooting guard from uh, Leveland, Texas. Yep. And what a name, Saxby Sunderland. Yeah. Out of Oakton, Virginia. Uh, we we got a friend from we got some friends from Oakton. So uh, good school, good basketball school. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we got we got Mike Schwartz doing his job and and going out and getting some good guys to join this Pirate Basketball Club. He's getting to work early, right? I mean, like Mike Schwartz comes in and he's getting to work early and often. And that's what you love to see from your, from your head guy. Uh, who knows if these kids are going to work out? We don't, we don't know that yet. It's not like they're, they're, you know, set in stone, going to be studs, going to be all-stars. We, we, we can't confirm that, but I do like to see that we're going out. We're getting guys that are competitive. We're getting guys that are good. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about the Tennessee transfer. I'm really excited about the Juco kid, Ben. Um, I just look at his offers and some of the places that, you know, he could have gone St. John's historically a great basketball program. He got that offer in 2020, Texas A&M, Oklahoma state, uh, Pacific UTEP. I mean, he's, he's gotten some decent offers from some decent programs. So the fact that he's committed to us, I'm excited about that. And then I got to see a little bit of uh, Saxby's highlights coming out of uh, Virginia, some of his high school state, and, and he looks really good too. So we're, we're tall, we're athletic, we're lanky um, at least, that looks like the kind of fit that Mike wants. He wants some tall, athletic kids. Obviously, he's a defensive guy, so, I mean, these guys are going to be sound on defense. Um, so I, I'm excited to see it. Like, like, like I said, we don't, we can't confirm anything about these guys being stars and studs, especially after what we lost. Um, but I'm just excited that he's getting to work early. Um, so. Yeah, that, that's all exciting. I'm excited for the, for the next season. I'm, I'm excited to see what – Coach Schwartz does, um, but also already this past weekend, the Masters. Yes, sir. We uh, we were pleasured to watch HV uh, three compete, and really, he was in contention up until Saturday. He got as high as second place, man. And he, he tied for second for a while. He he was looking good. I was hoping he'd get that top twelve finish to get that. Um, automatic qualifier for next year's Masters, but yeah. unfortunately, a, a tough round Saturday uh, kind of squandered any of those hopes or chances. But he still finished tied twenty third, and I mean, one of the hardest courses you're going to play, one of the most prestigious courses you're going to play. Mm-hmm. the The moment wasn't too big for him. Finished tied twenty third, beat a bunch of good guys, made the cut, um, finished with a plus three on the weekend, but he was under par Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. But those, I mean, the scores on Saturday were rough for 
everybody. Everybody, yeah, because the, the conditions were just atrocious on, on Saturday. With the, with the, it was cold. It was windy. Um, There's some rain in the being, forecast. Yeah, it right. was – I mean, I, I tried to watch it as much as I could as I was moving, and it was – you could tell that they, the guys were struggling on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he had a plus eight on Saturday. So, I mean, to be five under through – I mean – through three days at the Masters, basically, that one day just really kind of that that was tough. Yeah. Um, so shout out HV three. Um, I wanted to ask you, what were your thoughts on Tiger's comeback? You know, nobody expected Tiger to win. You know, Tiger came on and said, you know, I want to compete. I want to. I want to. I want to see if I can win it. Nobody thought Tiger was going to win. Just him coming back out there. Um, you know, he was in the top ten for a while. Friday and Saturday. I know he um, – I think he finished Friday. Was he even, I think, on Friday? He finished. It was either even or, or, or one other. Maybe, maybe one over. I'm not, I'm not too sure. Uh, but he put himself back in contention after being plus four and had some really good, you know, some, some birdies. I think he had two or three straight birdies. Uh, Saturday obviously kind of knocked him out of it, uh, knocked everybody out of it except for uh, – I, I forget the guy that, that won it. I know it starts with an S. Scotty Scheffler. Scheffler, yeah, yeah, I mean, he was what 10, 11 under some some ungodly number that I'll that I'll never shoot in my life, but especially at Augusta National. Um, so shout out to him. But just seeing Tiger back out there, I mean, he's he's like a, he's like a robot. He's so surgically repaired. He's had to do so much PT and you know do so many things to kind of get his body back in that form to compete at that level, and you know to come back and still play the Masters pretty damn well because I think he played it pretty well. Um, shout out to him. Absolutely, shout shout out to Tiger. Want want to see him put himself in contention at least one more time to win a major. Would love to see Tiger win at least one more major, but I don't I don't know if his body's going to hold up but for him to be able to do that. I, I think he uh, has a good shot at the Open Championship at St Andrews. He said he's going to play it. Yeah. Uh, so that'll that'll that's the British Open. So yeah, hopefully then we get some more uh, red on Sundays. That that's all I want to see. But honestly, you know, at, at this point in his career, it's not like he needs to win. He just needs to be out there. I mean, right. Tiger just being out there with the field, people are going to want to watch. It's just, it's just good for the game of golf. So him just being out there is just good. I agree. But, already we talked about Scotty Scheffler. This guy's on an absolute tear. He hadn't won yeah. on tour. He had like 70 starts on tour, had never won. He's won four of his last six events. He's number one in the world right now. Dude's only 25 years old. Yeah. This guy might be the future of golf. Yeah, twenty five. Honestly, and, and this is no slight to him. He looks a little older though. I, I thought he, I thought he was like close to thirty. I'm not gonna lie to you. He's only twenty five. <laughs> I thought he was close to thirty, but he's young, man. He's young as hell. Twenty five. In the last six weeks, you know how much money he's made? More than I'm gonna see for a while. He's made eighteen million dollars in his last six events. Wow. So Scotty Scheffler. Uh, yeah, but Artie. We're, we're wrapping up. Walk the plank. Do you have a walk the plank this week? You know what? Sticking sticking with the Masters and sticking with golf. I do have a walk the plank. It's my second. It's my my second favorite personal player behind Tiger, of course, and HV three. I'm gonna throw HV three in there as one of my personal favorites. Uh, Roy McIlroy. I cannot stand the performance that he put on on Sunday. This man played out of his mind on Sunday. I think he shot seven to eight under. Did all this work. He had a beautiful chip out of the sand that rolled like, I don't know, like 30 or 40 feet right into the cup. 
um, and did all this work just to finish the second place. Played I mean, terrible the first couple of days, kind of put it together. Sunday he played one of the best, you know, rounds of his career, you know, to, to finish it off, just to finish the second place. And I am so desperately wanting to see Roy McIlroy complete that career grand slam. That's like a, that's like a, it's, it's like hovering over, over him. It's that monkey on his back that he can't get off because, you know, he's just one Masters win away from completing the career grand slam. And he has not done it yet. And it's frustrating. And I know he can do it. And I want him to do it. And seeing him perform the way he performed on Sunday makes it even more frustrating. It's like, bro, had you just put in a little bit more work Friday and Saturday, you'd, 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 you'd have been right there. So Roy McIlroy walked a damn plank for not winning the Masters. Yeah, if I was going to go with one on on golf, I would say Cam Champ kind of – he was really the only guy that was close all through the whole weekend. He was three he was three shots back going into Sunday. Mm-hmm. At one point, I believe he was two shots back. But then he just had a total collapse, I think, on 12. I think he had like a triple bogey or something like that. I don't have I don't have it right in front of me, but Cam Champ kind of fell apart on on Sunday. Yeah, um, at least at least he didn't pull a Bryson. He yeah, looked terrible true. out there. <laughs> he looked awful. But my walk the plank, as I mentioned earlier, Artie, some Boston College fans, and we've got this Abe Atia fan club. Whoever that is, I don't care. <laughs> that keeps mentioning us on Twitter. Well, if we go through. You can tell it's a burner account for somebody, right? And I know who the burner account, who it's for. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna dock some uh, this this burner account for everybody. It's uh, Call it's, this, about. it's this guy Martin Attest hyphen Jones. So it, it's his burner account. This guy writes for Inside the Nut. Uh, it's that, <laughs> it's a Boston College blog. God, that's corny as hell. It's a Boston College blog. I mean, this guy is forever taking shots at at ECU for whatever reason. He, he needs to get off his high horse. Like, shut the fuck up and, and get out of here. Martin and Tess Jones, walk the damn plank. Hell, you want to come on the podcast? Since you can't get our nuts out of your damn mouth. Why don't you uh, come on the podcast at some point and talk about this? Because, I mean, seriously. We'd love to have you. We'd seriously. love to have you. Doubt the guy listens, but he thinks everybody's a redneck from here in North Carolina. Talking so much shit. Wants to come out. Come on out. Martin, come on out. I'll have you on. You got. I saw you have a podcast. It, it's only got seven episodes. Looks like shit. Sounds like shit. Sounds like some other guys that, I mean, cover ECU. But, hey. You, you come on the podcast, we'll have you on. I'm not going to tweet at you. We're not going to give you the time of day on Twitter. But if you want to come on the podcast and talk about your, your bullshit takes, come on here. We're, we're the perfect place for bullshit takes. Artie gives plenty of them, and so do I. All right? So, Martin. Well, screw you, Jared. <laughs> Speak Martin, for your damn self. Martin, come on the podcast. It's up to you. I mean, you got like 600 followers. You're not doing much for us. But, uh. Hey, if you want to talk shit, I'll talk shit right back. All right, come on. Let's do it. So, yeah, that's my walk the plank. Everybody vote for Barstool Best Bar. Sup Dogs in the championship. Voting ends Thursday at 3 p.m. 
make sure to click the link in our in our show notes. That way you can uh, vote. Also, buy one of those awesome T-shirts. Yes, that gets you. Set, They're expensive as hell, but get one. They're thirty bucks. It gets East, it gets Subdogs seven extra votes. We need everybody. I know the whole Mac is like trying to beat us, but I mean, let's be honest. Nobody cares about Mac except for Wednesdays in the in the fall. Um, so yeah, vote vote Best Bar Subdogs on on Twitter. Um, but yeah, already anything else? I know I know it's been a short podcast. Yeah. Um, but we, we just, we didn't have much time. We're, we're trying to get our schedules lined up again after a, a crazy week in our lives. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anything else? Nah, man, I'm, I'm happy we're able to take the time out of our day to be able to come together and do this, do what we love. Cause this is a much needed break. I love coming on here, talking sports with you, talking shit with you. Uh, but you know, sadly, daddy's got to get back to work. So power nation, we love you. Wash your hands, wash your butts. That's all I got for you. Deuce. Peace.